compromise so she's played a game of, she's agreed to play a game of tennis so kind of, uh, it's I'd good. say you're, it's good. you're still a competitive hooer so I'd say, I'd say you don't get let her weigh out too much you know I'd be great tennis player if it could serve the bloody thing <laughs> get her up in there <laughs> <laughs> I mean she's a great dancer as well yeah she had a good dance teacher there one night in the uh, <laughs> in the city US uh, not talking to anyone in particular I yeah, remember <laughs> It was going well until he told her he couldn't play tennis. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Shane, I can't imagine you're, you're, you're the tennis kind, but rumour has it you're back with RTE for, you've been signed up for another year at Punditry. Who told you that? That's oh, a lie. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. But we, we have the Marty squad, I think, for the Galway, the Galway Mio game uh, down in, in uh, Castle Bar, I think, on the 13th. So that'll be a big game uh, that everybody in Connacht is looking forward to a little bit of helter-skelter down there. And uh, hopefully there's a lot of skin in here flying and, there's a lot of casualties because um, Roscommon hopefully will, will have, uh, I say hopefully, dutifully uh, um, uh, and respectfully to Leitrim that um, they'll be in the Connacht final after beating Leitrim or New York actually as it happened. But uh, the more casualties there are down down west the better. So I'm looking forward to covering that for the Marty squad, Jim. Yeah, I suppose especially after the way the league game went this year, it's going to be a feisty affair the way things are shaping up. I sure will, you know, and I suppose Galway getting to a league final and, and Mayo, you know, by the skin of their teeth, um, coming out of Donegal and keeping the Division One status with the fifteen step, was it Kevin? <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, uh, <laughs> the point, you know. So, uh, but look, that's me. Oh, um, they're, they're they're in it for the long haul and they're a good side. But I think they'll want to win the front door. I think um, um, this year certainly, and, and that's what I suppose is adds currency to, to the actual game so it'll be, it will be tough but come back to the tennis we, we were all big tennis followers back in the day the, the ball brat John McEnroe Jimmy Connors my, my favourite who was your favourite Bork. Yeah. Bork. Jeez, I, Bork, yeah. Yeah. I just love the way he used to collapse on his knees after winning Wimbledon you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was great you know, it was like winning, winning it was a ritual like, for him it was a ritual he, yeah for five years he owned the centre court he yeah. did yeah he was brilliant yeah. and then you had, you had McEnroe with the left hand and uh, Ilya Nastashi was brilliant as well. Jim, there's some great ones there now. Yeah. It was brilliant, yeah. <laughs> that was long before your time, Kieran. Really no, you weren't even born. Yeah, you weren't even born. No, I, yeah. I would have been more. Uh, Roger Federer now would have been kind of in his prime, but it shows you he's still he's still going very strong even at his age. Like So it just shows you that uh, class is permanent at the end of the day. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And he's 35 now. It's, it's the way he's just squatted off like young competitors over the last couple of years, it's, it's, it's just been phenomenal. He's kind of he's reinvented himself as a tennis player. Like I, I'm no tennis expert, but <laughs> like kind of um, talking to my tennis friends, I kind of um, he's been more economical with his tennis compared to the likes of Raf and Djokovic who were breaking down because they play very attritional tennis. But um, I mean, he's the only fellow that does a backhand with one. 
yeah. Joel backhand with one hand, like yeah, instead from a brink, it must be a Swiss thing, like. And the others, the others do you know the backhand with two hands on it, but um. Well, I thought the most beautiful thing in tennis through the years is Gabriella Sabatini. Gabriella Sabatini. Oh, she was a god, Sean. <laughs> You know your tennis, right? Anyone that knows Gabriel Sabatini knows their tennis, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wore your pink shirt for her tonight, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we better get out to a small bit of GEA talk. Shane, uh, this year you've taken over as uh, Roscommon Under 20 manager. Um, how are things going for you so far? Yeah, look, we're, we're enjoying it. I mean, um, challenge. Uh, a lot of things challenging in, 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 in the scene of 20 scene, you know, in particular with the players because um, uh, the laws um, of, of the, the, the rules, we'll say, surrounding um, bringing squads together and, and things like that were very, very tight. So really, truly, you can only bring them collectively in, in April and lo and behold, then there's an April club month, so you don't see the players. So really, collectively, we've seen them for the first time on the 25th of uh, on the 25th of, of April. So it gives us five weeks to work with a team for a tournament and a competition. Um, do you know that really, I think it's been really put on the back boiler now. It's not really fair to players because it's been, um, the competition itself is scheduled uh, right smack bang in the middle of the league. So, so whatever genius thought of that was, was really thinking about player welfare. Then you've got the other issue of players um, studying for exams and having to do thesis and all that sort of stuff. And as a manager, it's kind of difficult because you're trying to balance so many balls and guy comes to you and says, look, I have a thesis to get in, I can't get to train, I can't get down from Dublin. And to be honest, well, you have to you have to say, look, Try your study is hugely yeah. important to you. It's a life changer. So for us, it's about, it's about really developing the players, developing the personalities, developing them as people, hopefully, um, developing an ethos and a culture uh, and a leadership uh, mentality in them that hopefully will reflect well on them when, when they go on to become senior club players or senior footballers for Roscommon and Kevin and I tick-tack very closely um, you know, I think between us we have about 67 or 68 players between the Roscommon senior team obviously the Roscommon junior team and uh, my management team then we have we have 30, 33, 34 now that we'll be working with but the whole goal is to just prepare them really for hopefully inter-county football in two or three years time and, and see can can some of them um, go and climb the ladder to that to that level you know and we're fortunate enough in Roscommon that we've Good underage structure. Um, we've we've good coaching, which is important. And um, you know, if we can if we can get to a level where we can compete with the bigger boys, Galway and and Leo in Connacht, uh, in particular, uh, and maybe get into Super Eights, um, or whatever way the championship form is going to go in the future, which is going to favour the stronger teams, uh, we have got to be there, and you can only be there by investing in in, in youth and and uh, try to drive a different kind of culture. And I suppose, like, just when you're mentioning out there, the way you're working so closely with Kevin McStay, I suppose it's probably imperative that you have an, probably a good relationship with the senior manager, the way things are broken up between players, players leaving and players coming all the time. It'd probably be impossible if you probably weren't see eye to eye with the senior manager. Oh, you have to. I mean, you look at the, uh, <coughs> the war stories in the past, you know, certainly yeah. Roscommon, there's enough of them, you know, where you're, you're fighting for this fellow and you're fighting for that fellow and you're fighting for the other fellow. But if you're doing that, really, the only person you're letting down is the player. Uh, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for the player, and you have to take a common sense approach. Um, so some people say the most uh, the, the most uncommon thing about common sense is that it's not common, <laughs> you know. But uh, Kevin Ferns is great, you know. He he understands um, what needs to be done to to drive younger players, and um, 
we we work off the same template. Our coaching is very similar. Our game plans are very similar. Uh, how we adapt um, and how we how we drive players is similar. Um, my management team, we talk to his management team. So there's a lot of cross 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 talking, which is good. Uh, and and we we pinch ideas off each other and work together. I think that's the way the way you know the way it should work. You know, um, we're we're in it for team Roscommon, and that's that's all that matters. And uh, in, you know, our our I suppose Eddie Lawrence and me, Porrick Kelly, they all played for Roscommon. Colin Kenny, uh, Porrick Brennan. Uh, our wish in our lifetime, we're still all in our forties, is to see Roscommon win Sam Maguire, and uh, and it's it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. It's like the Pope coming or something, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Uh, you know, and for us, it's it's that's our goal, and how we do it is we have to work together, and that's the, the way. And hopefully, in the future, we'll see that. Great stuff. Uh, what about yourself, Sean? Okay, have you any management and um, aspirations during the summer? Are you involved in any team, or how are things going? Um, yeah, uh, just involved with my own local team up here. So, um, I'm looking after the minor team, and then I'm helping out with the seniors. So that'll keep me busy for the. Uh, we actually have first round hurling championship Sunday. A senior level, so uh, that'd be an interesting one because we're after a disastrous league campaign. You know, the, the league kicked off, say shortly after Paddy's day. Yeah, and we've lost, we lost six or seven uh, league games. Uh, apologies, we played seven, won one, lost six. So we're going into the championship game this Sunday. You know, kind of the, the fellas probably low in confidence, a small bit. Um, uh, but it's see what you're trying to tell fellas, especially when you're working with these fellas for the last three years. That um, see, th like the league is not going to define us in any way. Do you know, kind of you have to play the league games where, like, just say in my first year two years ago, kind of there would have been more kind of importance on the league, and you're trying to get fellas to develop into more championship game more players rather than league you know? but that's not to say that you don't that's not to say that you go in the league and you don't try we did but we just fell short but um, so Sunday be a good test against a team we beat last in the quarterfinal so um, that's an extra incentive for Bannon because we see you know, if you meet a team yeah. that beat you the previous year you'd be all going up to uh, to make amends so um uh, so Sunday will be interesting, and then and then and then after that, then we've hurling. Uh, sorry, minor championship the week after. So we all yeah, we all coming ticking fast, yeah. And just in relation to that, I suppose you've got the county players back. I don't know if have you any on involved with Napierce, but you got them back for the month of April. You've only let them go. Has that made much of a difference to your preparations? Um, uh, in fairness to Christopher, Christopher Joyce, right? He plays wing back with Cork. Um. Any league games or any training sessions, he, he was available for it. Yeah. He's made available for it. So, I mean, uh, with my concerns, I'd like to be honest, though, I think it fell short nationwide, but uh, with the Corks hurling team, it seemed, to, it seemed to work fine with the clubs, like, you know. Yeah, and what's your overall um, indication of how it went in nationwide? Do you think it was a bit, bit of a failure? I just, from what I'm hearing, like, you know, that. Uh, I, like, I don't think that policy was adhered to, you know, to the letter of law. Like, so you either do it right or you don't do it at all. Like, and it wasn't done right. Uh, but I can't creep I, I personally because we had Christopher Joyce any time yeah. we had club activity, he was there. So, you yeah. know, I suppose for yourself, Kieran, uh, you were back with Club uh, Maryland for the, for the month. Um, how did you find it yourself? Was there much of demand put on you to both train with the, with the county as well or was it just a, a part of the club month? 
It's it's hard, like it's, and it is hard on the management because they're trying uh, the county management because they're trying to get the best out of us in May, and the club are trying to get the best out of you for the league matches in this month, like. But in in fairness, they have worked around the club. If there was anything on with the club, no bother, Dolly. Again, this is yeah. the month for the club, but it's just we're not too bad because we're on at the end of May, mm. but. For the teams that are in the middle of May, like they, they're only two weeks back for training for championship, and I don't think that's the right preparation at all. Um, and a lot of team, I think in Offaly there was huge controversy with the hurlers that they actually anyone that was playing club championship with their football club the, and on the hurling panel didn't didn't play with the football clubs at all. So that didn't work there at either. So as like it has to be the same all over the country like you can't some yeah. counties can't do one thing and the other counties can't do yeah no, i have to agree to there like i know more players and just from talking to them from west Meath players mm. like we'd be doing a tough running session maybe on a tuesday with gary mm. castle and then they'd have to get in the cars on a wednesday night and drive to dublin to do a tough running session then with west Mead, like yeah. and i don't see where the fairness is in in that with the county players i think there's an awful lot of demand being put on them like to do that i think there sh should be a lot more trust placed yeah. in like i think years ago maybe there's a lot to be said maybe i don't know like where players are let off on their own maybe they not they weren't trusted to do the training but i think mm -hmm. players can count players can be trusted nowadays to do the training themselves and i don't see the benefit of bringing players up on, uh, the day after doing a hard running session mm -hmm. the whole way to to do another running session i don't know how you felt it's, about that how it's you, uh, just nearly more draining the fact of going and coming back from it like you don't mind once you're there and on the pitch and with the lads but as i said like no matter where you're going from in a, in like the likes of where you train in morning guard it's still a 45 minute drive from Athlone up to Mullingar like and there's a lot of lads even driving further but as I said it's the travelling is the the draining part of it but like county players at this stage they know they have to be to keep them going at their training like and we were lucky that we in fairness that the county organised GPS's for us to put on and they could track to see what we're doing as well monitor our training load and stuff like that with, with the clubs so um, Westmead didn't have championship over the few weeks so that kind of probably helped the players as well that there was a two or three league games so there wasn't as much pressure on us over the month of April from the clubs either but if there was championship it'll be a whole different story yeah it'll be a different ball game all year don't yeah. think the pressure would put on to go play train and play with the, with, with the county yeah um, I suppose Shano, before we before we broke for for our spring break, we had a we had a good chat about the, the club finals, and you were you were very adamant that this was going to be a rip roaring club final. Yeah, uh, we, we got it. We, we got it. Cool and you, you hit you hit the nail on the head. What was your thoughts on uh, 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 how that finished out? Um, as a monster man, I'm disappointed. And the Pearce Limerick didn't win it. I actually thought they should have they, they should have nailed it the first day. They lost it the first day actually. Um, I hate giving out about referees, and I shouldn't because they're an integral part. And you know what I mean. We find it hard to get with the recruitment of referees is shocking all over the place. But I mean, the free that Kula got, which was the equalising score. You know, kind of yeah. like I didn't see any free. But anyway, look. Um, uh, but I remember a manager said, "Look, um, in the end of the day, if the opposition has more scores than you on the scoreboard, they deserve to win, regardless of what happened." Yeah. In your head, you might think you you deserve to win, or you should have done this, or a couple of things like can I, you should have got a few breaks. But in the end of the day, Cooler Cooler won it after two games, so they were deserving winners. Um, I actually thought, you know, that, uh, more so than the hurling, I actually thought their conditioning was superb. Yeah, Cooler could actually. Um, 
So Napier Sheep seemed to have the hurlers, but they just couldn't finish it. Uh, and at any time, like, kind of Napier Sheep went ahead, Cool were able to come back, kind of, and I thought the second day, like, they just ran out the game. Like, they could have played, they could have played another 30 minutes. So, yeah, so the stock market would, the stock market won't be played for another year, right? So, is it? Could I, uh, up and dalky? Can I ask a question, though, Sean, on that yeah. up in Roscommon, it's more stick fighting than hurling. Oh, yeah. Stick fight, no way, but just don't get caught. Don't yeah. get caught. I remember just vividly watching that final, right? And go back to the referee and the free. But I was roaring at the Nipirshi guys, really, and found myself roaring at them. Why don't you get more men on the line? You could see quite clearly that they had enough players on the line. Oh, and that there was, only, there was only going to be one outcome, and the, only, the cooler player could only go for a goal. Sure, he had to go for it. Yeah. He had to go for a goal. And only, I think, they had four on. Why didn't they just hammer that? Even in football, you put. You put yeah. 13 fellas and we were stupid as we're not smart as holders or yeah, that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we put everyone behind the ball, you know. Yeah, I, 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 and which is a fair point, right? Can I, and then that would have been my philosophy for a good number of years until Grady, Donald Grady, right, who's probably the best, he's the best hurling coach I ever worked under, okay? I've worked under great coaches, but from a hurling tactical and technical point of view, he's A1, right? So Grady would argue you should have less on the line because the more you have on the line, it's like a shot being taken on us. Kieran is saying, I should look, Shane will, Shane will cover this and Dorn will cover it, Shanogan will cover it. And then Dorn is thinking the same with the others. So everyone is relying on everyone else to stop it except themselves. And then what you find is no one takes ownership. And then where if you have less on the line, you know you have to make that play of save. But... Um, uh, uh, yeah, like I mean, that's a fair point. Um, so even, you're, even, yeah, you're saying goalie, like, like you know, goalies oversized hurdles as well. You need that, you know, in a game like that, that you give the oversized hurdle. And I mean, if you have a goal and you cut it on at the man, and yeah. are. But if you could, you know, to say 90% of a three is win, but if you're playing golf, the ball always finds it, it always finds the three, you know. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day. <laughs> You know, I think the more people you have in there, definitely the better. I, I just couldn't understand why they didn't mm. prepare properly. It was the last puck of the game, you know. I should like, like, he had to go well. for it, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he, he had to go for it. It wasn't like that uh, a point would do. Um, uh, and look, like it was a dubious free, but it appears he had ample opportunities up to then, like, to kill yeah, it yeah. off yeah, completely, yeah, yeah. like, you know. And... Um, like they'll be really kicking themselves, like, and then do you know what's more gut wrenching? Like, Conor Callan has been running the show, like, in all the championship games, he was kept quiet yeah, that day, like, yeah. did a fantastic job. And it's still like you need to finish it off, like, when you when you when you've done all the donkey work and keeping him quiet, you need to finish it off. But like, in fairness, to win something once is great achievement, but to do it back to back is. Like even the great Kilkenny size like Bally Hill, no, you know, Sheffield's club never did back to back, like do you know so yeah. like kinda um it's it's a song gone. Uh, I suppose one consolation is they did wear red jerseys, so yeah. <laughs> you were taking all the money. Yeah, yeah. 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 just getting on to that to the club or to the football final chain, mm. um your own nemesis out there, Curra Finn, that probably produced one of the best performances I've ever seen from a club team. Inside in, in Crow Park, I don't think any club team maybe over the last 
seven or eight years, whenever they hold them, the way they performed that day. What was your what's your own take on it? I don't know if you're going to give the curve in, but it's too, too much praise. Here, well, but no, you have to. I mean, at the end of the day, um, well, the brand of football is is, is is fantastic. You know, the way they play, you know, it's it's a, it's a tremendous brand of football. And people say you can't replicate that into county level. You can if you want. Um, and they have a desire to play the game well. They've got great structures. Uh, they, they're the envy of a lot of clubs. They're a huge club. I mean, they are they are phenomenally big, uh, which gives them uh, an advantage. But there's a lot of big clubs that haven't done the work that they do either. And I think we have to be honest about that. Funnily enough, they got their biggest their biggest um, their biggest I suppose challenges were in Connacht ourselves. We ran them to extra time, and Castlebar done the same. Almost mirrored our game with them. But they found it in their locker room to come up and forty men against. Uh, Against um, Moorfield in the in the semi final, uh, and won the game, um, and then in the in the All Ireland semi final against Nemo, I don't know. I, I just think Nemo didn't even. I don't think even Nemo knew who Corfin were to be honest about it. I don't think they had done any background work on them. I think they took them for granted. I thought they, they looked like a team that, you know, Nemo their history would 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 stand them in good stead. And we're probably looking at the past and not the present. And um, they were just walloped off the park and and. Uh, you know, to, it's a credit to, to Corfin and Chanel. It's hard to do back to back, but these guys have been going now at it for. They won it recently, you know. They won it three years ago. Yeah, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, enough to be beaten. Yeah. You know, we beat them in the kind of final. We we've, we've been tic tacking with them over the last number of yeah. years. Uh, but they're a good side, and and you know they're the barometer now. And you know we go into training, and and uh, we'll be looking hopefully at the back end of the year and getting hopefully into a Congress Common County Final or Semi Final, whatever you have to. Go through the phases and, and win those games, um, but you know they are the barometer now, and and uh, they're 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 a credit to themselves and they're a credit to the area and uh, hats off to them. The brand of football they play is, is is fantastic. Yeah, they are certainly the barometer probably for the whole country, and everyone's looking up to them. And it, uh, it's nice to see a good brand of football and team playing a good brand of football, winning an All Ireland final. Yeah, and it's just it's it's a traditional Galway style. You know, it's it's. Um, it relies a lot on foot passing, kick passing, and things like that. Accurate kick passing as well. Good support play. Uh, the Galway, funny enough, the Galway senior team play a completely different way, but yeah. they've got a they've got a different influence, I suppose, a northern influence now in coaching with Kevin. So, but but the Corfin thing works, and um, as I said, the, the barometer. 2018 league uh, hurling league marked the re the return of uh, Kilkenny as Sean O'Gall also predicted. Sean O'Gall, is this the coming on edge of a new team down in Kilkenny, and do you think they're going to sustain it for the, throughout the summer and championship? Uh, I mean that question remains still like you know um, they did remarkably well over the league like to win it you know kind of um, like how, how he does it Brian Cody like but he just gets he, he just gets two or three players just to gel in there like with the experienced guys and then all of a sudden then like kind um, uh, as the fella told me he says Kilkenny hurler with eighty percent belief is as good as like a car color to Pereira hurler a goal with hundred percent belief like, um so um so they've galvanized themselves um I mean they'll be they'll be looking forward to the summer and they'll be fancying themselves as one of the teams there um yeah they will go deep in the championship I don't think they'll win it I, I think this year will be a bridge too far um. As cruel as this might seem, uh, a song, but I, I actually think when the pace of the summer kicks in, I actually think some of the, you know, the elder statesman guys could struggle a small bit. Not the younger fellas, but the older guys. Um, that will remain to be seen. But uh, I, 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 I actually think like that they'll be, they'll be, they'll be caught. But like, 
I mean, they were not going anywhere fast. Like, you know, people were writing their obituaries last uh, November, December, that they were gone, they were done for long. So, um, uh, and then take it from me, fella that's been on the, the other end of hammering from Kilkenny, I'm telling you, these fellas are never gone. Like, you know, I, I, and, and, the, and the Kilkenny team that you watch out for more is the Kilkenny team that's, you know, the lesser known Kilkenny team. They're a, they're the guys you watch out for, like, and, uh, but uh, I think other teams could be happy with their league as well. Yeah, Do you know, Clare, I mean, I mean, Clare, Clare were building nicely there. Do you know, kind of, uh, I know you had the first ever 65 competition, you know, between them and themselves in Limerick yeah. after the game, and at the extra time, and then at a time, no, sorry, at a time, and there was extra time, and then you had the uh, you had the 65. So I, I, I think Clare be happy with, you know, uh, the role thing. Um, see, the key is to do well in the league, but not Show your be, hand. Yeah, yeah, not be to the forefront. Do you know what I mean? And then just go away, tuck away, nice, nice and cosy. And then what you call it? Um, work, work on the final touches before championship, and then come out and then hit the ground really hard, like you know, kind of. Um, and go on. Just on that, and it's with the team coming under the radar. I thought Limerick might be happy enough with their yeah, campaign. They took yeah. out Galway, they are the champions, and probably the, the biggest game of the league. And then, um, they have the Pearcey boys to come back into that as well. You'd have to think that they'd be happy enough with their outing so far. I actually think, right, when it comes to the Munster Championship, I think Cork and Tip will go through, and then there'll be one other team vying for that tour spot. I actually think it's a toss between Clare and Limerick. I don't think Waterford like if it's like if anything if the, if anything that the look uh, the league showed us it's like I, I actually think Waterford was struggling a bit like and I I I know the league wasn't gonna define Waterford but like didn't win any games I don't think of note and then uh, and you think like that they'd rise themselves up against Cork you know right, to stay up in Division One A. They didn't like, you know, they could have played like three of the marquee guys. Austin Gleason didn't play that day. There was another two, I can't think off the top of my head, who were regulars, but Derek didn't. Oh, man. Yeah, kind of like to certain games in the year that you need to go, you know, go for. And that was a game that Walford needed to go for, and they didn't, you know. Um, uh, so, but Limerick, like you, yeah, on the back of under 21 success there two years ago. Don't get in the bit between the teeth, like, and uh, they will take a scalp this year. You yeah, know, they're good enough to get through to the knuckles. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I like, I, I, I still think like when you go to the top of the pyramids, you know what I mean. When it gets tight and tight, they will, they, they will, they will struggle this year. But I think like that they're not going anywhere fast. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to be wrong. Like, I suppose moving on to football, then uh, Shane, another probably we've said all we said can say about the, the Dublin footballers, but. They managed to blend in a few new players this year, and Jim Gavin will be happy enough the way things have gone in, in the 2018 league campaign. Yeah, well, just before we go to the football, I'm just fascinated there, Shanog. I remember we spoke beforehand about, you know, Kilkenny and Waterford in particular. And, You're a big Waterford fan, aren't you? Well, I'm a big Derek McGrath. Yeah, and, you know, and, 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 I hurt you there, I'd say, today. That's a much bigger one. He's taking account. He's not taking account. Just wondering from your own point of view. Uh, you know, has Coley learned to put the hamster on the wheel a different way? You know, uh, in that tactically, has he changed the way they're playing? Has he has he showed that he's adaptable? Yeah. And and McGrath, 
Maybe McGrath, you know, is, is is keeping back these players. He wants other players to be more empowered. He needs to find probably two or three more and maybe putting them into league games like that, ultimately at the business end of the championship, may benefit them. And playing in Division 2 next year, I think they're in, isn't it? Also could be a benefit because I, I know that the Galway... That's not a huge club now going into Division yeah. 2, like, but there's uh, pressure, Galway's there's still there. A, there's less of a kind of a, a focus maybe on you? Uh, but the first question was, about Cody, yeah. do you think it's do you think it's do you think he has I, I, I've seen glimpses this year like yeah where um he's he's not going percent traditional Kilkenny style, you know, where they fancy themselves man and man kinda of, I mean, that's the reason why Kilkenny won so many All Orleans like mm -hmm. in the last ten years was because and, and and it's the same with football as well. I mean, as much as the game has changed, but if you count when you contested ball like your you know, like you're struggling like don't think I'm on the pace in that here, like you know, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, you might get a few contested ball, but if you you need to win them, like simple as you know, kind of. But it was the first time I've actually seen Kilkenny, the old type Kilkenny, like playing against where there was three or four lads yeah. tackling the one the one player, uh, and it was great to see it. Like, in all fairness, a lot of the sports the last couple of years, a lot of them were coming to near their end, and it's hard to keep it going for some for that length of time where new lads coming in they want to impress and they're just going to give it everything on the pitch. And they were like the final, they just hunted in packs. It was yeah, their everything. intensity in the tackle seems to be yeah. back. Like that yeah. was kind of that that was lacking. Uh, just back to your point, Shane. Um, rarely you see Kilkenny for the do a short puckers. Like it's just yeah. not in their DNA. They were doing that. Like yeah. you know, they were working up through the lines, kind of. So giving a short puckers instead of him lobbing it high, the cornerback was bringing it on, drawing the half forward. Giving it on to Killian Buckley, and then Killian Buckley then was just bringing passes. Uh, Kilkenny would have been more direct route. Yeah. And I still think to win hurling championships, that that's the best form of, of attack. It is, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like get the ball in quicker. I remember Jimmy Barry Murphy said as a forward, he said the ideal ball was the uninspected ball. Yeah. yeah. He says he like because he says if if like. Get a ball in where the bank has it, where, where the back is barely any time to think. Yeah. You're gone. Like so, uh, and I still think like that. That's that's the um, uh, that's that's the best form of hurling to win. You know, to, to, to win the championship this year. Um, uh, but Kilkenny seem to be mixing a traditional style with. You know, with, with, with the new modern day hurlers. So they can so. prove they're stick fighters as well as hurlers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Tinger Reid gets injured, though, they're, I think they're a big bother. That's yeah, the other thing, too, like 12 points in the league final. Um, yeah, they're like, what a player is he's turning up yeah. to be like. Except for Walter Walter, probably the two main leaders. Uh, in the I mean, like, can I, but the reason why I watch hurling games is because of TG Reid, man. Like, yeah. can I, it, it's. It's it's very rare you see left-handed horrors, you know. But like a left-handed horror, that's sweet on the night. I mean, oh, he's he does stuff there. But I can, uh, I wish I could do that to Siobhan, like you know, like, you know I don't know how to get up there. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that in Wisconsin.
But no, there's no teachers in the schools. They don't have, there are teachers in the schools, but there's a large proportion of those on on the female side, which is no problem. Um, there's no issue in that. You know, to be fair, but but they don't have the no, time. No, I hear it. Oh, yeah. And and even the, the male guys, they don't have the time either. This life is far far too busy. Dublin have replenished all that with coaches on the ground because they've got the money to do it. They're being paid. And 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 there's no harm in that either. We're not knocking those. Not Dublin bashing. It's a GEA issue and it has to be taken on by Pro Park to actually resource counties like here in Westmead, for example. Uh, awfully traditional county, traditional powerhouses, and in many ways, a lot of these counties have given up. The players have given up because they don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. They have to fight for everything, be it mileage, be it gear, be it whatever it may be. And yes, it has improved, but it hasn't improved at the rate it needs to improve to catch up with where Dublin have gone. If it's possible to even do that, I'm not sure. I never thought I'd see them in your time, but like when Paddy Rook came out, like, and I mean, me, fella, when you're seeing Dublin, kind of like I, 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 I grew up watching football in the late 80s, 90s, where like me, it's just yeah. made me to Dublin every second year, like, kind of. Yeah. So when you have a fella like Paddy Rook coming out, like, and you say, What's this for? Like, kind of, like, there's something, there's something wrong there somewhere, like, you know, kind of, yeah. for me, fella can't get himself up. They have a cut off Dublin, do you know what I mean? Because they see, because mentally need, do you know what I mean? Traditionally, like, psychologically, give it to them. Well, you know, of course, Gordon like, could do something. Yeah. But I mean, the, the league was competitive this year, but realistically, Dublin played without probably. Yeah. They played without seven, eight, nine players who, who didn't see no league football who will be playing in the championship. So, um, you know, I, 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 my sympathies lie with, with the likes of Westmead and. and and offering that, and for example, if we were the other side of the water, the Shannon, we were competing in Leinster, it'd be very, very difficult for us. We're fortunate enough that we're in Connacht, and as a Roscommon man, we can maybe we can get to a Connacht final. Uh, we can turn over a Galway or Mayo once every five, six, seven, eight, maybe ten years. We yeah. win one championship, maybe two Connacht championships every ten years, and it gives us great little bit of energy, it gives our supporters energy, yeah. it gives the kids in the school energy, it gives everybody, it gives yeah. supporters, it gives sponsors, coaches. and you can get it, it gives coaches, it gives yeah. everything a, a lift, you know, because yeah. it gives you belief, but it's very difficult, and you know, with me, you could arguably say, for the last three years, the championship have been the, the second best team in Leinster, but have... Uh, Kieran, what's your own take on the, the Dublin juggernaut, do you think it's going to, do you think they're going to go away from everybody, or do you think you'll see a stage where other counties are going to make inroads? With them, um, okay, I think they're going to get stronger and stronger. Um, but Galway, they're probably the fittest they've been in a long time, the strongest. But they just couldn't like Dublin still pulled away with fourteen men for most of the second half. Like, and it's like the cooler thing they they could just play for two football games if they yeah. wanted to. They could yeah. play the second game in Crow Park if they wanted to as well. Like, and it's just that's down to the minute things off the pitch, which helps them. Um, look, they have the best coaches, conditioning, nutritionists, everything like that. Uh, the best backroom team, and and you can see it's paying off. Now I know they have the numbers and they have the money, but they're just they seem to bring them through every year. They'll always find one or two, but and that's driven probably from their success at senior level. Like the the guys at the under twenties or at minors want to be there. They yeah. want to be up with them, yeah. and it's driving them along too. So yeah. as a success will bring more people through as well too. And I suppose if you look at the attendance at them, probably I've going back to the championship games. Mm -hmm. Like when I played Dublin first in two thousand and eight, like 
with a sellout and taking Crow Parkins mm. ever since then like from a West Mead point of view when you don't get the reinvigorate, reinvigoration as Shane talked about mm. that breathes life into everybody it kind of just everybody kind of drifts away drifts yeah. away and it comes so hard for everybody within the county probably to, to, re, to reinvent themselves and get the energy to go again and that's it like you're playing like we play a championship game up in Mullingar it could be what four or five thousand at if even yeah. then you're playing Dublin in the next round and it could be thirty or forty thousand and that's only a quarter, semi-final or a quarter-final. Like, and that's the difference. Um, but look, it's hard to know what way. Every year you're going, you're starting training and you're you're trying to pick out your games and then you're saying, right, like our first game is between Leash and Wexford, the winners of that. Then we'll have Kildare in the semi-final if we get through that. But then you're just looking at the final. You're straight away nearly focusing to get to the Super 8s. Yeah. Okay, you're going out, obviously, to perform and try your best and see what happens. But... No matter what game plan you do or what you, all they need is a ten minutes spell, and if you are not, if you're tired for ten minutes or you're not focused, they could get two six two seven in that ten minutes, and that's the difference. Yeah. And they just keep going for the neck the whole time. They'll go for goal after goal, and there's only so long you can hold it out for. Yeah. Um, I remember Frankie Boyle came off after one of the games about sixty minutes, sixty five minutes. Like he was cornerback and he done eleven k. Mark and, and Mark and Dean Rock, yeah. who would you, you would say probably wasn't the most mobile on it. Like yeah. and he came off, he Dean Rock went off and they brought on Bernard Brogan, and yeah. he had to try and do another probably two or three k in ten minutes to, and that's a corner back. Yeah, and that's the difference they're doing. They they have like and yeah. it's just there's only so long you can keep up with that, especially for the likes of us. And I don't think to be honest. Any county team in Ireland has has that the resources. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a sad indictment of the GA when Brendan Murphy has deemed that his the, the league was his main priority for the year and championship is obsolete and he's heading off to America for the summer. But and I know from Westmead point of view, a lot of our good coaches are up there with with Dublin clubs at the minute, mm. and it would be much more beneficial to Westmead if they were down in Westmead with Westmead clubs. But they're they're being sourced and funded by uh, clubs up in Dublin, mm. and we have no choice in the matter with that. Um, Kieran, I suppose just getting onto your your own league campaign there with Westmead, and uh, you consolidated your your position in, in Division Three this year. Would would you be overall happy with the league, or how did you think things have went? I suppose it was a shootout between yourself and Longford there near the end for promotion. That's it. it. Like the last few years has always come down to the last game with us. Um, luckily this time the last game we were safe. Like it was nice to kind of go into the last game knowing that you couldn't you were in limbo and you could give lads a chance that haven't got through games throughout the league. Um, we'd be happy with some of the performances. We had a lot of up and downs. Um, I just think the, the league was a bit of a, a, a kind of disaster, I suppose, weather-wise. And then them not going, playing the last game in some of the league, like Division 4 game, they didn't play yeah. some of them. Like, yeah. And I think that's unfair to the players as well. Um, like Especially the people that wouldn't be going well in the championship there, going for the league, like uh, Brendan Murphy said. But we'd be happy enough with it. Could we have done better? I suppose we could, but it was just the way things went throughout the year. Weather-wise, it was hard to get pitches, and there's only one AstroTurf pitch in Westmead, yeah. and we were trying to share with the hurlers, like, and we'd be on a half-seven, and the hurlers would be on a half-eight. And, like, by the time you get onto the pitch, get your warm-up done, you'd only have a half an hour, 40 minutes of football. And that's including your an hour, and you're including your warm-up and warm-down. Yeah. And it was just a bit of a disaster that way. But look... We did do, uh, we had good performances, but I just think we could have worked on a lot more. So we have a bit of time now between the first, uh, between our game against Leash or Wexford. So we're going to be working on a lot. It is going to be hard work. Um, but look, 
hopefully things will get better. For I still me. think you have the, you, have the, you still have the final of the Burn Cup, the Gordon Mona Burn Cup. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We have that. That's on the thirteenth of May. Uh, I think this is the third or fourth time it was refixed. Yeah, so, yeah. and it's just a disaster. Like that's usually clear when you haven't took it. It's January. Turkey cranberry sauce. That's usually how you get out of your system. Usually the Burn Cup, but it's just that. Like, and that's another thing too. That's been a bit of disaster. I think the, the fun has kind of gone out of it now. It would have been great to win it at the time, just yeah. to, before we came into the league. Um, but I just think now, but the positive side to think of it is two weeks before championship, would we be playing a challenge game? Probably we would have. So yeah. it's another way to yeah, get a competitive yeah. game in before the championship, where Leisha Wexford will be getting that game in. So it's a good chance for us to get something in. Stuff, yeah. I suppose just other teams in the league, Shane. Uh, your own, your own county, Roscommon. They'd be happy enough after securing Division One status next year. Yeah, yeah. Very important either to obviously consolidate our position in Division Two or, or you know, get get promoted. Uh, the overall standard in Division Two was, was quite poor. Um, ourselves and Cavan were were the better sides. I think Tipperary will will rule the fact that they didn't very very unlucky. Yeah. I mean, I was down at ourselves and Tip, and they were controlling the game, um, really controlling the game. And in the last five minutes, they just fell asunder. And Scotland ended up winning the game. They were losing by six points. I think with four minutes ago, five minutes ago, they won it by five. So it was an unbelievable turnaround yeah. in a four five minute spell. The five minutes of injury time, but Tipperary played some of the best football uh, and, and didn't get promoted. Uh, now they're down a lot of players, um, but the mm. overall standard was poor enough in Division Two, I'd have to say. Um, Cork, very, oh, very terrible. poor. Um, really, yeah, it's really been a disastrous league campaign for Cork. Um, and then one that wouldn't give any Cork football support or any confidence coming out of that. I mean, all the hurlers are getting the attention because basically the public think the hurlers can do something this year. Yeah. The footballers, they're just completely written off the footballers. What's like, going on? I, 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 I don't know, Shane. Like, how can you how can you dominate under 21 now for a period of a couple of years and then not get any return? Like, yeah. kinda, it's, it's baffling. Like, you know, kind of, Kerry seem to get more out of their underage teams if they don't win, you know, whether they win or not, than, than Cork have. Um, uh, and an anemic defeat on top of that with a compound of work, a matter worse, general kind of. And, um, and is there a bit of financial doping in terms of what the we'd say the, 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 the hurlers get as opposed to vis a vis the footballers? Look, it's well known like that the county board will be more, there'll be more hurling in oh, yeah. football. Um, obviously, they'll come out with the line like saying, oh, we'll give every team, like, you know, kind of. Fair due diligence, like, and we treat every team like the same. But, um, uh, like, I've seen in my own time, like, the hurlers do get preferences in terms of the venues where to train, where it's more convenient for the hurlers than it would be for the footballers. But the bottom line is, like, Cork don't have the quality of players, like, that's the bottom line. You know, you could have the best facilities, you could have the best coach, but if, like, if, if the hunger, if the will, is not there a little, a little um, talent, like, you're going to struggle. And then I would agree with Shane, I think Tip plays smashing football. I think they're the second best team in Munster. Yeah. I, like, I put Cork reluctantly third in the pecking order. Cork will play Tip in the first round. Like, like, if, tip, if Tip turn up and play, they'll be Cork. Point five six points. They have quality forwards, in fairness, 
they're they're probably in the same position I suppose in terms of the financial aspect as well. Yeah, they don't, yeah. get, they don't get the support either in Tipperary that that uh, that they probably deserve. You know, they're they're a fantastic football side. You know, Especially but, after the last few years, the way they've performed in the yeah. championship. I mean, this is a team that took me out to semi final. Yeah, I know. Like, like it was was it only two years ago they played yeah, Mayo yeah, yeah, yeah. in a semi final. Had a good start. Mayo got two goals against the run of play, if memory serves me right. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah. kind of, um, so it's as good as you'll see. And yeah. I think they've lost, they lost, they lost. I think a half a dozen players in after that. Really top players to yeah, Australia. That's some great players, yeah. centre back midfield, and yeah. you know, Conor Rear, yeah, young Ray, promising Ray, player who's gone playing as he was. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, but they seem to play a good free you know free spirit football they use, and, uh, they use the best players what they have yeah, like, yeah. like they have the in fairness Quinlivan and Sweeney they're unbelievable footballers but they're big men so they, they actually yeah, use them yeah, yeah. To, to their benefit as well by playing in certain types of ball to them so and they're just they can kick both feet which yeah. is huge yeah, yeah I suppose Liam Kearns probably couldn't get to probably the credit he deserved way over the last couple of years mm. uh, there's probably one shock probably team or result uh, from the league and from this year with to see Derry drop into Division 4 for me it was always a place they used to dread going up to Celtic Park to play them and to see them play in Division 4 next year it's probably a big fault in grace especially the way Stockton is going Sean Oak, what do you have any thoughts on, on the way Derry have been performing? Well I got a good insight like I don't know I don't know what the ins and outs that are going yeah. on Derry but I got a uh, I got a good insight reading the Sun Independent not plugging the Sun Independent no but <laughs> Uh, Joe Bradley has your own article. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Bradley has an article there, and he was on about the demise of Derry, yeah. uh, and it was interesting. Like the, the clubs are vibrant, and there's a good, healthy club competition, but none of the players don't want to play with Derry because basically it's like the paddy work for me. Like uh, the, um, number one, they don't see much future in it. Do you know, like when they're getting hammered by Tyrone and kind of. Uh, Monaghan, you know, the other strong teams, and I think he's saying like that. You have Tyrone fellas looking after the top positions, in which is not going well with the diehard Derry GA fans, like, and he does have a point, like, to, um, to yeah, like, but you're talking to a guy who's only had all oh, Cork coaches, yeah, over his career. Traditionally, yeah. Cork will never go with an outsider, like, you know, and, um, uh, and I find it coaching my own club, do you know, that I play with. Yeah. There's teams that you can say to your own that you wouldn't say necessarily to, to uh, and then that's within the four walls, do you know what I mean? Kinda um so uh and then and then and then like Joe makes a great point. Like the Derry the Derry stars that I grew up watching playing, Henry Downey, Johnny McGurk, and the Gormley, I mean, they're all doing great works at clubs. Okay, I know Anthony Toll he did the international rules. Yeah, he did, yeah. But other than that, like yeah. he's done great work with Swatch through his own club. Yeah. But none of them have none of them have like kind of been I, I don't think the, the, the Africa was implied that they've never been at. Yeah. Do you know, kinda um uh, but but you are right, like kinda so to watch the great dairy teams of the nineties, you know, with the Beacock and the All Ireland final in ninety three. I mean, I can still rattle off those players. I, you know, I was at the game myself, yeah. but not alone that. Like, but like, can I, the, the couple of years after that, they were fantastic. So, like, can I, it, tremendously hard to beat. And then when you see, like, can I, like Division Four. I mean, 
London's in Division Four, no disrespect, yeah, but London's know, in Division yeah. Four, like you know, kind of like it's not like comparing apples with apples there, you know, Derry, London, Waterford in yeah. Division Four, like yeah. Derry playing Waterford yeah. in, I mean, it's it's, it's mind boggling, but in a way, do you know what? In the end of the day, you get yourself in that position, like, and uh, and then and it's like if it's to be, well, it's up to me. It's up to Derry to get themselves out of it, like, you know. Kind of, but it's fascinating about it was is the Tyrone influence. I think Joe alluded to it oh. Tally a number of times. But what 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 irks me a small bit is that has anybody looked at Tyrone the last ten years? The way they play, the way the game has evolved, um, you know, the traditional that 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 forty men behind the ball game. Doesn't work. It's not a winning formula. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been a winning formula now since two thousand and eight, I think. But well, we could argue Johnny Gall, but I'd always argue the point that Johnny Gall weren't a team that won in all Ireland with a defensive system. They won it with really good forwards. And and what do you call him? Uh, McGuinness learned from the previous debacle against Dublin the year where, where he had fourteen behind the ball and, and what do you call him, Michael Murphy picking his nails on the centre half back line and around the full back line. But you can't win all Ireland without having good forwards. And, and Galway are kind of at the moment with, with, with Paddy Talley, who had an influence in, in, in Derry previously, uh, is now in, in Galway. Uh, seems to be setting up an untraditional, which there is, there is absolutely no problem in change either. I'm not saying that you can't change as, as a county from a traditional method. But um, defences or teams that, in, that, that have that defensive system in place are being torn apart by the two best football teams, that's mm -hmm. Dublin and Mayo. Yeah. So it's not working, so it's a containment yeah. exercise that players really get pissed off playing. And that's why, you know, I mean, who wants to, who wants to be told as a, as a corner corner forward, you have to piss off back down 140 yards, you know, down the pitch, then you got to piss back up. And by the time you get back up, which you can't do the job you're supposed to do, uh, kick the ball over the bar. And then you got to fell on a, on, a, on a, what do you call it, she wanted, what do you call them, statutes? Yeah. It? He's telling you then you can't kick it over the bar. Because your legs are knackered, you know, yeah. from, from running after maybe whatever you call them, Paddy Small or someone like that, yeah. or whoever, you know, that's up and down and up and down. So it's about finding that balance, you know. But I think, you know, there should be enough inherently good coaches in Derry to come out and be able to coach Derry teams in, in their traditional style. And I think that's what Erkin, what's Erkin Joe a little bit too. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know in Cork you, you won't see an outsider like, and, uh, because dead back, no matter how good or bad the country's going, dead back they won't yeah. have to do the job. Like, you know, kinda, and, um, that's, that's the, like bringing in Tyrone, and, like, they're obviously going to try and get them to play like Tyrone. Yeah. And that's, you're not using what Derry has. And that's the thing, and I think that's what a lot of coaches are doing, and management, especially with the with the weaker counties, they're trying to base on what the top teams are doing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they're not going to be able to do what the top yeah, teams are doing because they have it nailed down. Yeah. Instead of just seeing what the team has and get it's the best the out, play, play into their strengths. And what tool they tool them up accordingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. on that, Sean Oak, like I know you've never played with an outside coach. Like I've never played with an inside coach, mm -hmm. and something that I probably would have always loved to have played with is a, a Westmead coach. And I didn't see the benefit. I think we have a lot of good coaches in Westmead, and still to mm -hmm. this day, I don't think Kieran, you probably would never play with a Westmead manager no, in charge either. Nothing comes to mind. Anyways, it's always a different year. Someone new in. Yeah. And, and no disrespect to them at all, but uh, when there's people within the county sitting up, and I think they can galvanize maybe even supporters mm -hmm. a small bit more. Yeah. I think it makes things a bit easier. I think mostly like your own, like they're. It's, you know, they're doing it for the right reason. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Kind of, um, like, like what I liked about what I liked about the courses that I had like was, um, 
and I know you don't like like history is great and tradition. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't dwell on it too much. Yeah. But they just brought it in like subtly at key moments when it needed to be brought in. What it meant to be a Cork player playing in Torres. Yeah, against no. Tipperary, you know, against the one with Johnny Doyle and Jimmy Doyle and kind of what it meant to be like, you know, following in Chrissy Ring's footsteps. If if a guy from, I, I, I'm just picking, if a guy from Clare tried to get that message across to Cork players, it just wouldn't sound right, you know, yeah, kind of, yeah. or it wouldn't, uh, and I think that's the beauty of having your own involved like you know kind of they can punch buttons in but look I, I see the advantages of an outsider coming in too man you know yeah. I, I, I do uh, like I do but uh, in the end of the day if if you have your own fella there and if you see him like he's at the top table and he's genuinely like invested in us and he wants to see you do well well I think that rubs off on players like you know yeah, I think it, sometimes you know it's appeasement by the county board as well you know, to placate supporters. You yeah. know, I mean, yeah. you know, Loman's played a great brand of football. Luke Dempsey's a superb coach. Yeah. Um, and he springs to mind like as a, as a man that has intercounty knowledge and everything. But if Westmead go out and they get beaten by Dublin by fourteen points, you certainly have the lunatics running the asylum and they're back in the wherever they are, the whatever hotel or whatever pub in Mullingar or Westmead, Mullingar, Kilgar. Yeah. Isn't that Luke Dempsey hasn't the clue? You know, and, and suddenly the county board treasurer is saying, "Geez, you know, man, saying he hasn't the clue. We better get rid of him." And it goes around. That's what happens. It goes yeah. like the hamster going round on the wheel, yeah. and you get so many just going round on it, and nobody makes the right decision. You know, but you know when you've got good coaches, talented coaches inside internally in your own county, yeah. it's different if you haven't got them. And maybe yeah. you know you need to bring in. Maybe sometimes you need to bring in a. A guy with a bit of gravitas to polish off something. Yeah. But if I think if you if you've that local knowledge and that local heartbeat as you talk about there, you know, that tradition, really only a local guy can impart that with any believability in the in the, in the story, you know. Yeah. Wouldn't mind but in the dressing room with you shame you're talking to us common lads now in a few weeks' time. <laughs> for two thousand and eighteen marks an unusual change for the GA. We're a very conservative organisation. Uh, major change to both the football and hurling championship this year. Um, I think the hurling championship is starting off with a with a, with a group series. Sean Oaks, what do you make of it all, and who do you think is going to come out of the the two groups? Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's new to everyone. Can I? I mean, geez, we all grew up like can I? But for me, you couldn't beat you couldn't beat the knockout for me, man. Can I? When I think back in my childhood memories, the best games that I've seen were knockout for Cork. Can I like? That was there a year on the line. That had to be like a tip clear or Waterford, and then that was it. Like, yeah. and then and then, I think we spoke about this, but like you seem to have more interest. You know, six weeks out to once the championship game, everyone was chatting about it. I mean, there's so many games now. Like, can I dilute? I think the, I mean, the interest is still there, but um, the, the the atmosphere, the buzz, I you know, down at the local village, I talk like you don't get that as much anymore. I suppose that's all converted now to social media, now, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, it's it's going to be see how this format pans out. Um, uh, for various reasons. Um, see, players have been conditioned to play one game, good solid hair championship game. You had about three weeks to you know, a few drinks after that that yeah. night. Maybe kind of, fellas took liberties and took the next week off, and then basically you were back training two, three weeks for the next championship game. As soon as the lads have finished playing, clear in the first one in Parky Keeve, 
I mean, they're straight down most of some parks, swimming pool, like doing a recovery for next week. Yeah. You know, kind of um, different dynamic. Um, uh, <laughs> dare I say, so there's a schedule of, say, f- four games over five weeks, correct? Four games over five weeks. So dare I say, the Cork team that plays against Clare in the first one on May the 20th, that won't be the same team that will play Waterford and Turles come the, the end of June. Yeah. Because uh, there'll be there'll be fellas will pick up injuries. Um, uh, the, the focus is you need to win games, so you need to go with guys that are on form, generally, and playing well. You can't be persistent with a fella like that. Maybe he's played well, but he's just not going to goods any you know, at yeah, the moment. Like yeah. those fellas will just have to, you'll have to cut their, their dead wood at the moment. So, um, uh, and the last thing you want in this format is to drop one, like whatever first game, but if you're dropping two games, you're, like, you're, you're the, that's your summer more or less guy. So, so you have the, your five teams in Lancer who will play four games, same in Munster, five teams will play four games. So the three, the three top teams move on to the All Ireland series. So two teams are going to lose out, right? So like potentially two teams come the end of June. That's Asta La Vista gone for the summer, like you know, they could be still they, they could be ringing clubs in New York or Boston yeah. kind of for the rest of the summer. But um, so um, and I still think they haven't got it right in terms of the format, like you know, I mean. I mean, how can you ask fellas to play a league, you know, a league over the winter months and then get them training, you know, just before Christmas and, I mean, the summer over by the end of June and then, like, you're going home 7 o'clock sitting on the couch watching Coronation Street and it's, like, daylight, like, you know, it doesn't doesn't feel right, it's not right, you know, kind of... uh, I do see what they're trying to do, like trying to give everyone games, but look, I, 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 I think trying to condense it, you know, in a month, probably too much. Too much. Yeah, whatever about the football championship, I think the hurling championship over the last few years has been excellent. Just on that, Sean, I suppose the top two teams, I think, um, as far as I, uh, as I know, going to the provincial final, who do you predict, uh, predict to be in the Munster final? Cork and Tip. Cork and Tip. Yeah. And what, from, from a Leinster point of view, then, who, who do you think is going to be in that? Kenny Galway. Kenny Galway. I think Kenny Galway. I think Wetzel will just. Wexford are making good strides, um, but my biggest fear with Wexford is like that. Uh, I think Pierce will catch him right. on the joy side. Like, like they're big physical guys, but as grand as grand as as grand playing in you know February and March, like and heavy going, we could horse fellas out of it. But like, I, I think it'd be a different ball game. Like when you get the core park, you know, grown in June. Ball is gonna be zipping, kind of, and then I mean the key, the key with big fellas is try and get him turn as many times as possible, and that's classic Kilkenny, like that's yeah. what they do, like you know, kind of they um they just get the ball if you're defending, they just get the ball over your head as many times, so you have to turn around as many times to get back, and that's grand, like but like it becomes like it's like carrying a sack, a sack of spores, like the last twenty minutes, like trying to run, like you know. Um, so I think, uh, I I think Wexford will be undone. I think, uh, th- sorry, Wexford will be the third team. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Wexford will still have a say. You know, they, they'll be still in the All Ireland series, but I think Kilkenny and Galway like will contest the 
and I, 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 I don't think Dublin had done good enough like in the league. No, they look no, terrible. They thought they were doing terrible. Better with the with the team um, put in place. And just on that, I suppose if you give you, give us one team to make a, a, a surprise indent in the championship later on in the summer. Ooh, um, I, 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 I think Tipperary. Uh, sorry, well I said I, I, I nailed my colours to the mass. I said Cork will win it. Yeah. I suppose I'm going to have to say that anyway, being a Corkone. <laughs> but if I don't see Cork winning it, I actually think Cork will go far this summer. Yeah. But if there's any other team, I think Tipperary will kind of... Uh, I think Tipper fancy in a lot of people's mind for the simple reason, right? And I know they didn't win the league final, but for the simple reason is they have a panel big enough rather than a team, like, yeah. they're good enough. And then that, that like... And then that that panel be needed over the the championship format. John. Yeah, great stuff. And I suppose as opposed to the starting off with a round robin series, the football championship is culminating in a, in a round robin series. The Super Eights in the end of the summer. What's your whole taking it, Shane? And who do you pick to be in the Super Eights? Well, uh, the four provincial winners probably will be drawn. I think Dublin will win the Leinster Championship. I think Terry are in the Munster Championship and I think the Connacht Championship will probably boil down to it'll boil down to Roscommon uh, in the final against me or Galway I would have to say that if it's Galway and Roscommon in the final it's mostly likely a 50-50 game uh, it'll be in Hyde Park if uh, the authorities give the go ahead for it which they should um, if Roscommon to play out Hyde Park again this year it would be disgraceful uh, if it's Mayo in Castlebar for Roscommon provided they beat the, either Reacham or London you have to say you have to fancy Mayo, um, because they have they have a a very very strong record against us down there and uh, up top I think Donegal are probably Tyrone's uh, biggest challengers. Um, what about Monaghan? Are you writing off Monaghan? You don't fancy him, right? I think I think I think Monaghan have done great work, you know, and they're, they're probably a little bit like Wexford. They're very physical. Uh, the very good forwards. Yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and they play a decent style of football. They just don't seem to be able to transform their league, their league form into championship on a consistent basis. They haven't been in an All Ireland quarter final. They haven't been in an All Ireland semi final. And yet they have been truthfully knocking at the door in league football and they playing in Division One for the last number of years. But they just it just doesn't seem to translate for them in championship. Yeah. Uh, it's not fair to write them out. Um, McGeaney, I think, in Kieranus is probably you know silently doing some good work with, with Armagh. Uh, yeah. So there could be a dark horse. Yeah, I saw them playing the league and Kieranus had a first time out for it. Yeah, they had a lot of pace and power up front, and I thought they were played a good like brand of football. They're, they're very big men, but they're very mobile as well. They're yeah. after kind of changing it up a bit, and they have the big, big full forward, big target man. I think he did up the league this year, and no one could really handle yeah. it. They have that option for the long high ball as well because he'll, he'll catch them. Well, I think it's, like, it's, it's good to see teams like Yarmouth coming back into the Ulster yeah, Championship sure, because yeah. it's all boring. Like, well, yeah. all, like, like, it's always been like, the most the consistent North. championship for competition. Yeah. But in the last five years, it's been really thrown down with Donegal that dominated. Mm. Donegal have you know, a young team coming up. Um, if I was to hedge my bets, I'd say that I think there'll only be one team from Leinster in it. That'll be Dublin. I think there could be possibly three Connacht teams in it. If Mayo beat Galway, I would fancy them to be in the Super 8s. If they don't, maybe not. Uh, I think it'll be a long road for them to go through the back door again this season with a squad that's possibly thinner than last year until at least they get Keegan and Boyle back. 
Um, and then it, it'll be one other. It, some, there's always a team that actually comes through the, the not, not backdoor system for Manor doing it one year. Tipperary could yeah. do this year. Um, you know, it'll be a Division 1 or Division 2 team. And, and uh, I would think um, that it'll be in the Super 8. And the success of that then, I think, will boil down to how much ching 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 it, 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 uh, it generates. And that's the bottom line. Um, and I think that's why the Super 8 football has been brought in, is to see can they guide a model through that financially will run in parallel with whatever competition they're going to go with in the future because let's call a spade a spade it boils down to the, 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 green, the, green, the green backs and that's it um, and unfortunately um, teams have been left behind uh, because the investment isn't going into the county there isn't finding its way back yeah, we talked about that earlier on. I suppose we 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 could we could talk about it all evening. Uh, was surprise team to go to go well later on in the summer? Anyone you're picking out that you might think after the league, Sean? I think Roscommon has the potential to, to be a good team. Um, I, I think uh, Tipperary have the potential to be a really good team. Uh, if they get all the good the good players back, um, they'd be I think two teams dark horses. I, I you know Sean Og alluded to um. Monaghan, I would put in. I would put in our man as a dark horse. I think the the advantage to have over over having, and again, Kieran is probably taking a lot of stick over the first three, two or three years. Um, they now have a manager that's in situ five or six years. The players have changed a little bit, but there's been subtle subtle changes to their their, their squad, and they seem to be getting the mix right. Yeah. Whether this year is the year they'll, they'll have like, enough of like that. They were unlucky last year as well not to be promoted. Like the war, yeah. Where got the goal literally in the yeah. last second of the oh, game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Head, yeah. And in fairness, they, they got through Division 3 in their ease uh, yeah. this year. And I, they were, I wasn't expecting them to be that good. Like we played them in the back door last year in Mullingar and we lost by it was four in the end but yeah. we were a point we were a point down and i think we had seven wives when when we were a point down and they were just they were a totally different team compared to last year yeah it was very impressive yeah. the pace and power and safety too yeah. just that's without jimmy that's without jimmy Clark. yeah, yeah exactly, incidentally yeah. incidentally i think when we're looking at the comic championship Mary, yeah um leaps and play new york in, in and that i think could be the first is he time. declaring himself for new york yeah yeah, yeah he's declaring himself with new york along with uh there's two riscommon players now collins and ty will be playing for them as well okay uh, possibly one other that name is uh, name escapes me but i think you could have this, Jonathan Green? No. <laughs> <laughs> this, i think this could be the first year that new york and um, trouble and possibly win uh, or beat a common team in, in the common championship um how will Leach and Shield Just fortunate, I think they've had Mulligan back, and I think they're fortunate enough to have him. If they didn't have him, I would fancy New York, to be fair, to get them okay. and that little bit of a, a scoring threat up front that they don't have. Um, but again, you know, they're a weak county. Um, you, know, you have to really respect the players. The, the hours course, and hours yeah. and hours they yeah. come in, and they know really they're, they're 60 minutes or 70 minutes away from a beat once they come back in the county championship. New York having approached you, Shane. No, big money signing. You're looking wearing a brand new shirt there. Yeah, because of the because of the the, uh, the 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 Trump protocols, I can't get into New York at the moment. That's a lot of countries you're about. And that's the truth. Kieran, just on your side, I suppose for the summer. Um, will you would you would you be eyeing up a place in that Super Eight? Do, do you find a, a way that Westmead could sneak into it? Uh, um, some? I I think once you're into the back door, I think it's important. Um. I think the earlier teams that, that get into the back door earlier have a bit of a run on you and that's and that's the thing and it also depends on injury wise Um, I know a couple of years ago when we our first Leinster final we got to 
uh, we played Fermanagh that was the year they got up to the quarter final if we it was either us or them but we John Heslin got injured we had two or three more that got injured and the Super 8s is only going to help the teams that have the strong panel yeah, that, yeah. and that's the thing and that's only going to benefit the, bigger, like, teams. the bigger teams even yeah. more yeah. Um, where you get into the Super 8s and you could have two or three of your best players gone what do you do then and you still have to play a heap of games. Yeah, and, and that's the only problem with it. And um, but look, uh, it'd be nice to get there. Um, I suppose that's our goal as well. Our next step after after the Leinster Championship to get there, and it all depends on the draw as well. If you have the likes of Mayo that have come through our goal, with like they'd be hard bet. But um, it is a it is one of part of our goals. I mean, yeah, yeah. I suppose you have to you have to have some sort of name if you get knocked out of the championship early to. Yeah. to try and keep it going through the back door. It's been great this week, uh, joined by Westmead superstar Kieran Martin. Um, he, I know he'll be involved in the Sports Talk um, Four Codes summer camp during the summer. It's running from the 2nd to the 5th of July. And us here at Sports Talk and on the Super 8s, we're running a competition, so we are. Um, win a place on that Four Codes summer camp. All you have to do is like and comment underneath the post, and you could be given a chance to win in a place for your neighbour, your niece, your nephew, so it is. We'll have great guests there. Jason Ford is lined up. Uh, Cora Staunton's lined up. Kieran Martin, as I said, is lined up. And lots more. So, thanks again for joining us this week. It's been absolutely super to meet the boys in person. And hopefully you tune in next week. Until then, good night, Paula.